Good afternoon, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the Streets Photog podcast. I'm your host, David Joseph Delgrand. This story was originally published by the Sierra Vista Herald on February 17th, 2021. Whether it's the sound of phantom children playing or a spirit whistling their favorite song, interacting with ghosts is no big deal in Gleason. Although Joe Bono knows his hometown norm is peculiar, fond memories of his shuttered stead quells any concerns about the supernatural. Bono said, it could be friends, could be family, so it never bothered me. Growing up in Gleason exposed Bono to many cultures, from Chinese, Italian, to Mexican, with all the kids picking up a few words in multiple languages, he explained. Bono said, if a neighbor needed help, everyone would pitch in. That's what I try to relay to people. Everybody got along. Everyone was from a different country, and they came out to make a better living here. So they tried to make it easier for each other, he furthered. Bono tells his grandchildren that learning about other cultures enriched his life. Located on the south side of the Dragoon Mountains, Gleason, Arizona sits about 15 miles east of Tombstone. The defunct mining town was originally called Turquoise in 1890, getting its name from the precious gem Native Americans prospected for jewelry. In 1900, prospector John Gleason arrived and discovered large deposits of copper while mining the turquoise. He opened the Copper Bell Mine, which grew the town of Gleason. The post office opened in October that year, and at its peak, Gleason had 1,500 residents. The Gleason Jail was erected in April 1910 for $1,778. The facility was often used as a stopover for transporting prisoners to Tombstone. It also stored confiscated liquor during the Prohibition era that began in Arizona in 1915 and then through the National Moratorium that ended in 1933. The local lockup fell into disrepair around 1938, but its barred windows were used to construct the Benson Jail, which was later demolished in 2006. Gleason's jail got a full makeover in 2008 and now serves as a museum that preserves the Lost Stead's history. Although the rich copper ore and turquoise in Gleason was never fully exhausted, mining operations dissipated as Bisbee grew in prominence. All major mining projects in Gleason halted in 1958. Bono's father, Joe Sr., and Uncle Barney immigrated from Italy around 1912, originally coming to Tombstone for work. When Gleason began to grow, they seized the opportunity by opening up a general store. By 1955, the family closed up shop and relocated to Tombstone. There were only 12 people living in Gleason at the time. Throughout the years, the Bono family rented out the space. Its last iteration was a saloon that shuttered in the late 1980s. Bono's uncle is buried in the Gleason Cemetery, and during a routine stop to tidy the gravesite in 2013, Bono spotted a for sale sign at the foot of Gleason's historic jail. He acquired the jail and all but one of the remaining structures around February 2014, purchasing the property from Tina Miller and John Wiest, who restored the jail six years prior. 
the singular property still owned by the state of Arizona is ironically the Joe Bono Sr. store. Bono's wife had passed away around the time he took over Gleason. He knew that opening up a museum in his hometown would keep him busy. Plus, he had lots of Gleason memorabilia left over from his father's store. He said sharing tales about his dusty town that had no running water or electricity is rewarding and gives him a sense of purpose. Bono told me, that's why I'm here, to tell the story. And I figure I'd do some good, open up the museum for other people to come and visit and see what life was like. Every first Saturday of the month, Gleason entertains at least 60 visitors from Arizona and throughout the U.S. Most of their wandering guests are there to learn about local history and the place Bono lovingly dubbed, quote, the final frontier. Gleason is also open for private tours, which hosts a variety of groups from the Model A Ford Club of America, various rock hounds, and folks interested in the paranormal. And yes, the nights are for ghost hunters. A casual hunt for a spooky ambiance is what brought Micah Cheek to Gleason from Tucson in February. Cheek, age 30, hosts a ghost story podcast that he originally started to liven his Halloween celebrations. His new episode will feature him recording obscure Victorian-era ghost stories in settings that offer a paranormal punch. But Cheek got more than he bargained for in Gleason. He originally set up his laptop and condenser mic underneath Gleason's jail tree, which served as the town clink before the mining boom. But the self-described skeptic moved to the crumbling Bono family storefront within minutes as the canopy of the towering oak created a foreboding vibe. Cheek explained, You sort of get the feeling of being watched. It was one of the few times that I've been in a space where I actually got the feeling like, oh, something's in the air. And I came away with more questions than answers, he said. Cheek admits he has yet to listen back to the recordings from that night. But the shock sparked new inspiration in his creative endeavor, he said. So after he releases the Gleason episode, he's scouting a new ghost town and the next scare. Cheek said, Yeah, Gleason was sort of a test run. But considering the way it went, and if the audio is good, I'd love to do this a couple of more times. Thanks so much for listening. If you're looking for other ways to support my creative endeavors, please jump onto my website, davidjdelgran.com, and purchase my first softcover self-published photo book, Lutes del Barrio. <laughs>